Welcome to our podcast, RC Soul Stars. What's shifting, everyone? I'm Chelsea. And Rich's blessings, everyone. I'm Riri. And we're so grateful for your presence here today and for your love. Yeah, thank you so much for being here. If you liked today's episode, we would be so grateful if you went ahead and rated this podcast five stars on whichever platform you're listening on. It helps other Starseeds like yourself find our podcast and tune into their remembrance. Yes, honey. So... You know the drill, wherever you are, take a deep breath in, and we count for four, and out for five. Allow your aura to be surrounded by light. You are here in a safe and sacred place where you will be accepted with love and belonging. Welcome back, baby. Thank you. I'm so happy to have you back. Aw, thanks for handling the last episode without me. I got you. I got you. (laughs) Just like you would have me. Always, forever. Forever, ever. Forever, ever. Forever, ever. ever. All right, we're going to pull a quote from our happiness box before we get into it. Let's do it. Our quote for today, unable to control events, I regulate myself. Damn. I love that, actually. It's, it's really good. It's very straight to the point. It really is. That's just rip it off, you know? <laughs> no chase. Just yeah, just shoot it, baby, like the stars. Shoot the stars. That used to be our thing. We should bring that back. Yeah, I know. Shooting the stars. I love it. I love it. Well, we have a very special guest on today, which you are about to hear in the next few moments momentarily so we have the gorgeous 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 girls heavenly (laughs) her name is heavenly she is a spiritual mentor guiding you back to your inner power through shadow work and radical self-awareness she's a light worker and a reiki teacher and we're excited to talk all things star seeds today all things energy all things reiki all things shadow work yeah all of it all the work all the work and she is such a beautiful radiant soul and i can't wait to just feel the illumination of her energy darling Likewise, co-sign that. Well, without further ado, here is the interview with Heavenly. Welcome, Miss Heavenly. We're so glad to have you here. How are you? I'm doing so good. It's a pleasure to be here. I love being a guest on podcasts. It's so fun. So thank you. Oh, we're so happy. We love having like another sister on, you know, just to get to know you. I know that like Chelsea and you have had conversations, but I have to say like every time I do see you, you're like this beautiful light and you illuminate with your soul. I call, like I always call you the little fairy. Like where does she get her wings? Because she's just such a like beautiful little joy that sparkles. Like, yeah. I think like you want to put her in your pocket. <laughs> I want to just put her in front of me. Like let, let's, let's be real. You, you don't see many people who have that kind of energy. So we're so grateful for you and for being here with us. Oh, a, fellow, a fellow Canadian sister at that. Ooh. Yes. Yes. That was so kind to all the hype. Thank you. It means a lot. That's Listen, so we funny. are like the gas station. <laughs> just pull on up. <laughs> That's right. It's the best. We've got to do it for each other, right? Like it means so much, honestly, and it really makes that impact. So thank you for all that. That was sweet. It's 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 so easy speaking to you. So 
I mean, I have so many questions. I feel like we were speaking on this not too long ago that like, you know, you haven't spoken a ton on star seeds just yet. And, um, you loved our name and you were, you know, drawn to star seeds too. So I'm like dying to ask you, um, like, I guess right off the bat, like, have you ever done like a past life regression? Like, do you believe, um, that you have had many lives? And if so, like, what do you feel like those are? Yes. Yes. Oh my goodness. So I have touched on them a little bit. Um, I was always called to Andromeda and funny story. So I did past life regressions and they always brought me to the energy. I've dreamed about beings from here. And then I was cleaning out my old apartment and I found a star that my dad bought my mom when they were together. And the like, guess where the star, the constellation was in Andromeda. I'm not even kidding. I was like, Okay, this is a confirmation of everything that, you know, other channelers have told me what I've received in dreams. And when I do my research on that star race, it just makes so much sense. I do think I've had other experiences with other races, but that one just, it it like hits home so much. And when I saw that star, I was like, okay, yep. Okay. This is like my evidence that I need as a human (laughs) Yeah, we need these. We need it. We need that piece of, you know, seat. Like we know, right? It's so true. Little like nuggets along the way. Yeah, I love that. So we want to get into it even even more. But like, can we go back even further and just where where it started for you? Because I think that we all have different timelines of our human experience and where we started and and how we felt like you know we knew there was something different about us. So how was your upbringing in that sense? And when did you know that you need to to look further? Yes. Oh, I was really blessed. I think my soul chose very awake parents in a sense, because we were always into the very like supernatural, paranormal. That was a typical Friday night dinner conversation for us. It was, (laughs) it was not off limits. No topic was ever off limits. It was a very open household in that sense, which was really great for, you know, this whole side of me that now just like flourishes because it was always organic. Mm. Um, so I really have to say that my dad's a Reiki practitioner himself. My mom does Reiki. So that part of it's really beautiful. Um, I remember, I think I was in my teenage years, those rebel teenage years where I really felt not connected to everyone around me. And I feel like that's one that I see as a common theme for starseeds. And it was a struggle. I hid a lot of myself because it wasn't the cool thing in high school. So I hid myself a lot. I became a people pleaser. I just showed up how the person wanted me to. And then outside of that, I took a really good observation of my life and said, this isn't serving me. I'm not feeling authentic. It created a lot of commotion in my body too. To the point of physical manifestations of illnesses. Yeah. I said, enough is enough. Like I have to listen to this. And I was constantly getting messages from spiritual guides. I always was connected. My grandmother connects with me all of the time. And she's so loud. Yeah. The minute I listened to her, she was like, oh, finally like finally and it kind of just took off super quickly it was so fast um which I think it does when you say yes to something finally that's been your calling for so long and it wasn't even 
my parents, it was everyone else around me and myself that wasn't allowing that acceptance of who I really am. So I am so happy to just be in it. Now I feel so good. I wake up and I'm like, there's no more resistance. So good. I love yeah. to hear that. That's it's yeah. so interesting because I feel like so. I mean, I'm from 1981, so I'm a very different generation than both of you. And I feel mm-hmm. like each generation that passes, it's just easier to awaken. It's quicker. I think mm-hmm. like the ego kind of dissolves a little bit quicker the more the generational you know patterns come around. And I see that in my daughter, and I could see it in in both of you as well. And it's it's such a beautiful thing to see. It looks like you know the time. Lines. We're kind of, we're, we're making it work by, by being more open and, and starting, you know, to share love and shed love and trust and faith. Um, but there's so much joy in you, like, right. And I think that we all strive to have that joy, like that peace. And I mean, as empaths is so difficult to, 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 to connect to others, especially when things are not going well, like, what do you do as a practice to, to completely like surrender to that feeling of that low energy and and create Mm. that high vibe? Yes. This took me so long. I choose myself first, always every single day. It's me first. And as I mentioned briefly, I was a huge people pleaser. So that meant Everyone came before me. I led myself into burnout this way. So honestly, it's waking up and saying, what do I need from myself today first before anyone else gets my attention, even my partner? And I don't know how that will change with motherhood. I know that that's going to be a little bit of a a learning curve itself. Um, So I'm really happy to see that you're sitting here and still following this passion and this like calling because I'm like, okay, that's a reassurance. My gosh, girl, like, because you already started it with yourself now, make you a stronger mommy. And the mm-hmm. fact that you even had parents who were awakened, like you have role models, but if you continue to just put yourself first, always, and teach that like to your, you know, to your children going forward, like that's all you can do is just totally be vulnerable and allow them to, to learn from you but really your child's going to be your biggest teacher your biggest teacher and it's going to be so beautiful and there will be times where you'll be exhausted but you'll still find the time to put you first yeah so like I have no worries about that I think you know you're gonna do so well you're gonna do so so well and I can't wait to watch the journey yeah yes so how is it with your you say you have a partner so how long have you guys been together and is he as spiritual as you Oh, that is such a good question. So uh, we've been together about two and a half years. Actually, today he was granted permanent residency in Canada. He's Australian. So today is, thank you. It's like a huge goal for us. We've been on this journey for a while. So oh my gosh, full circle, like a really big deal. It's a process in Canada. So that has been, (laughs) I can't imagine. Yep. So that's really nice. Um, he is not spiritual. He doesn't actually believe that we go anywhere when we pass on. He is very much like, okay, you do you and you believe what you want to believe. And he's never laughed at me or made me feel smaller or even like put aside what I do as not as serious. It's a real job. And I show up for it and he sees that and he supports it. He allows me to do Reiki on him, which is beautiful. He's my when I teach level two practitioner level, he yeah. is my guide to show all the hand positions on and he just sits oh. there and then he'll, 
give his feedback. So he's very supportive of the whole thing. I love that. Even though he doesn't fully, I don't think understand it because he, we talked about him being Octurian. I really believe that about him. And the more I kind of told him what typical traits one would have, he really believed and was like oh okay yeah that actually resonates so cracking him open a little bit (laughs) that's so interesting well we literally so okay I'm going through my own little personal journey which I will share eventually but I was just speaking to Chelsea just like moments ago and I said to her I'm like I don't think I think people put so much pressure on finding this like twin flame divine counterpart these labels but I don't think necessarily that two empaths should be together. Like it's just not going to balance out. You just want to find someone who has some faith and trust, who is positive, who's respectful and loving. Like let's stop putting that focus on trying to find our like, you know, soulmate or connection. How do you feel about that? A hundred percent. When I look at twin flames, I already know who that is in my life. It's my sister. So it was never going to be a romantic. Whoa, I felt that a lot. Yes. Oh, that's confirmed. <laughs> yeah. It's so deep and there's no wavering in it. Um, with Joshua, my partner, it was like love at first sight and then disconnect and then reconnect. So it actually mirrored a lot of what you would see in a twin flame concept, but was not it at all very much like that soulmate. And it just made sense. There was no doubt in it. And I think that was one of the biggest things, it was definitely an adjustment for him to see, I started dating him and I wasn't really in all of this. Like I was not doing it as a job to then coming into this, um, took a lot of communication. It took a lot of trust in us and he opened up so much. He just really wants me to be happy. And that's what he says when he explains my job to people, he'll try and then go, I just think she's happy. So that's what oh I my care gosh. about. And that's like the bottom line, I think, because yeah. what we were trying to get at, it's like, I think it's easier to, um, for, you know, us like who are very spiritual and, and any of us who do like follow, um, some sort of faith, like for a higher power to just release that pressure to like find somebody who is almost like the same as us. Like, I think we look for a lot of our own qualities in other people. Um, but that just puts so much pressure on things. And also like really on like a logical standpoint, like narrows down the dating pool, like a ton. So, <laughs> so I think if we focus more on like, like even recently, um, what was so beautiful I did is, is I wrote a letter to myself as if it was like my partner speaking about me, mm-hmm. like, what would I want them to say, you know? And then the bottom line that I drew from you know, what I had wrote down was like, I just want them to want happiness from me mm-hmm. and vice versa. Yeah. Yes. For the world. That too. Honestly, yeah. It helps with, you can get so like up in the higher consciousness, the whole spiritual concepts. He really brings me down back to earth and in my human experience, like, mm-hmm. oh yeah, it's Friday night. Let's go for wings and like a drink. And it's mm-hmm. so nice to have that balance for me personally, because I need it or else I will get so in my own world and never leave the house and stuck in the work. So I can say that part of it too has been only good for me, only good. Gosh. And you know what? I'm sending you blessings to both of you and your little family that it continues to be so, because I think that it's so important. We put so much pressure on relationships and expectations of things that really is, it should just be really simple. 
you know, love yeah. is love, like it, no expectations of just treating each other with respect and kindness and allowing someone that you love to grow and watch them and be happy for them. And I'm so happy that you have that. It's, and I'm, I'm glad you said that because it was something, it was a confirmation of what we just talked about a few moments mm-hmm. ago. So that's awesome. And I think too, like, um, to just like further dive into that. Cause I think some people may hear what we're saying and go like, what do you mean to empath and be together? Like my partner needs to have empathy, but that's not what we're saying. Right? We're not saying like, cause empaths and empathy, two different things, right? Would yes. you agree? Yes. A hundred percent agree. Mm-hmm. Yes. And you, and you would say your partner has empathy. <laughs> yes. I think I need that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we all do. We're still like all so sensitive. All are, all human beings are sensitive. So we need someone to ensure like, to just give us that, that space of love and understanding. So that's really great. It's good to know that. And now that you guys are, you know, it's big day today. So I hope that you guys get to, you know, celebrate going off grid camping. That's our, I love it. So we're going deep in the mountains and that's what we're doing tomorrow. It's going to be great. So celebration. So nice. Can I ask you like another question in terms of like your work? So Mm -hmm. I saw that you do shadow work Yeah, and I like to understand what that means um, for you. Cause I, I know so many shadow teachers and shadow work teachers and healers. And I just wanted to understand like, how do you deal with that? And and what are your courses kind of look like? Mm -hmm. Um, Because I mean, a lot of people are in need of that right now. So it'd just be really great to hear like your perspective. Yes. I honestly bring it back to the ego entirely. I think people are often surprised when I come at them in shadow work, because as you described me at the beginning, I'm very love, joy, all these things. So I feel like there's a safety created in that. And I look at it from an ego perspective. We could either be in a very empowered state in our ego and showing up as a warrior, or we could be in a state of a wounded ego where we're in that victim mentality, where we have you know, no balance in that our negative thoughts take over and we feel like we don't have control. It's very disempowering to be in that state. So it's really just about bringing that awareness to that shadow in your closet and saying, okay, you can come out now. What do you have to share with me? I want to love you either way. I need to be aware of you though. And so many times we think it's easier to just put it in the, put in the closet. Don't want to heal it. It hurts. And it's going to hurt because it's never been loved before. So whenever you've never loved that part of you, it's going to bring things up and it's not going to be comfortable. But when you finally bring light to it, oh my gosh, you set yourself free. And then usually there's another shadow, but then we just keep doing it and doing it. And it feels so good because then you look back on your life a year later and you go, holy, that is growth. And that is powerful as hell. So it's really just about loving the shadows anyways and bringing that awareness to them it's a journey but you just said a big thing yeah and I heard it well you said the closet and the reason why I'm making it a thing is because there are a lot of people who are in the closet spiritually yes. and they're not able to be their authentic selves because they're worried about other people judging them for who they really are. They're worried about family bloodlines who kind of receive you in a different way. And, you know, this is a beautiful thing that you said. I think, you know, anybody who's listening, we're all here together to just find joy. You know, and really it's a waste 
of time to not be your true self. And as you said, when you are a people pleaser, when you're doing things for other people and you're not authentic, your body will tell you. Like your body will tell you, you become sick, you're in pain, and then there's chaos all around you. And you feel like it's easier to just go in the closet and hide, but you're providing like this beautiful service to tell people, no, like come out, like you're safe. Right. Mm -hmm. And, you know, have you met anybody that has given you resistance in that? Because it's, it must be very difficult to kind of come out, right. And be true and honest. Absolutely. And you said a really key word and that safety. If you don't feel safety and who you are right now, that's going to be really difficult. So it's all about creating safety. And that's a very somatic bodily experience versus that higher power experience. So that's where I really feel the two connect. Um, so you really have to start by creating that safety for your inner child, for yourself right now. And then you'll notice that the the shadows will step forward in a more nurturing way. Not like, hello, I'm here. I'm here to ruin your life. I think a lot of people think it looks like that. It can feel big, but it's often how you allow it to present itself, right? If you give it the space, it's going to take the space and if you're safe in your body and feeling nurtured, it's going to show up that way too. But I think people just get really scared of even that word, like shadow. Right. What does that mean? It it sounds like it comes with dark energy, but really like I was sharing this um, the other day about the law of polarity. And Mm -hmm. it's one of my favorite like go-tos when I'm feeling in in darkness, because like by, you know, universal law, that opposite frequency has to follow and catch up with you. So if you're in that, you know, low, dark vibe, the light will eventually come because it's the law of polarity. So it's kind of like that same thing with shadow. I don't fear it because I know on the other side of that is light in order to get there. um, We kind of have to buckle up in a sense and go through the density, but it's like, it's, 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 like knowingly for such a deeper purpose, it's not mm-hmm. for nothing. And I think that almost makes it daunting to some people is like, well, if I do this, is it just going to override me completely? Like you said, yeah. like take over me. And that's actually, I would argue maybe what you're um, subjecting yourself self to by not, you yeah. know, um, actually dealing with it head on. Yes. A hundred percent. Absolutely. And even just You know, I think of those who don't have that faith or that higher trust, it would be really hard to confront your shadow because you're asking yourself, why am I doing all of this? What is this for? And when you have that trust in something, it makes it a lot easier. And we were just talking about that. Like, even if it's not a higher power, like a trust in something is helpful. Mm -hmm. And I think, you know, it's hard to watch some people suffer when they have nothing to hold on to, like whether it be, you know, just feeling happiness again and like knowing that like you know the light will come and that you know life is good and you can see it around you like something you know mm-hmm. and I think like that's why I I was so drawn to you know spirituality because it is so just knowing to me and so deep and visceral that I can really latch on to that um, but yeah I totally can resonate with that like knowing that some people don't have that at all that's like it, it, it almost like seems like a Rubik's Cube at that point <laughs> Yeah, definitely. And you know, more like a puzzle, but I like talking about this because I think that a lot of people um, fear this and I want to make this more of like a light topic because shadow work Mm -hmm. is actually the pivotal moment to your happiness. Um, And when you're in the shadow, so in the dark or in fear, 
(laughs) and you feel like the world is against you, nobody loves you, your pain from your childhood keeps creeping up, you feel like everybody is, you know, maybe lying to you or not truthful to you. Like these are the moments where you kind of have to sit still and think about it because the truth is like, we're all lovable and shadow work. Like for me personally was what I needed to do Mm -hmm. to open myself up to love and worth and shadows. So like what you're doing for others is actually like you're helping other people love themselves. And it's very courageous to make that step. Mm-hmm. And shadow workers are different. Like some, they're all different in the way they work. Mm-hmm. And that's what I wanted to ask you because like you are so joyful and how do you handle that? Like, how do you take that information in, right. especially when you're going through, you know, some dark moments with your clients and then able to empty yourself at the end of the day? Like, how do you protect yourself from that? Honestly, most of the shadow work that is presented to me is an exact mirror of what I'm experiencing in my own life, which then through our coaching session. And I really do believe that they heal me just as much as I provide that space for them, because that's where I believe the higher consciousness comes through me, provides the medicine that they need in that moment. That's also giving it to me to release what I need to release and to move through what I need to move through, through their response to what I have to share with them, even just, you know, creating that space for them to speak about their shadow, because often we don't even have that, or we don't even hear ourselves out. We just shut it out or don't feel safe in sharing it. So I often feel like whatever I give, I'm also receiving in that moment. And that helps me at the end of the day, every single night I take a Reiki shower and I go, wow, what did I learn from today? What did I take? And Sometimes it is a whole body cry that I need to use to release all of that energy. Sometimes it's just sitting with my hand on my heart and going, wow, I can take all of that knowledge and apply it to my life now, because sometimes I don't know what comes out of my mouth and I re-listen to myself and I go, wow, that was powerful. All the the time. We'll like listen back to an episode and I'll be like, dang, I said that. I just feel my own damn self. (laughs) Like (laughs) re-listen I was like, dang, like that was good. Where'd that come from? Oh my gosh. But you said something that made me almost choke up. Like I actually almost cried. Um, because so you said as a healer and as a shadow worker, you are mirroring and receiving what you kind of need. And woo, like if you are a healer out there, that means you, whatever clientele you're bringing, it's something that you need to heal yourself. And I started thinking like all the people I speak to, and it's so true. It's the same type of, wow. yeah. yeah, like it's always the same type of um, connection that I would have in my past. And I'm like, wow, that actually makes sense. Like that's, that's a good piece of like part of a toolbox that we have that you can give to other healers, because I don't think we sometimes get into these you know, mission and not understanding why. Mm -hmm. And the fact that you just said, like, you know, it's a mirror and regardless, same as being a mama, like you're going to learn as you grow and as you hurt, and then you do a shower. And I think that's the pivotal moment there as a healer, you have to wash what you just received. Yeah. And, and so it's so empty yourself. Yeah. Empty yourself. So it's just like, ah, I love it. It's just amazing. Yeah. 
That's, I, I'm in it still, so yeah, but like I'm like I'm warm. She's so. Do <laughs> you just laid one on her? I, I love when that happens. A little bit of. I find too like there are some clients that challenge me so much, and I almost feel like before a call, like oh my gosh, how am I going to serve them? Because what they're moving through is so big, and those clients always show me so much and it is because I feel like that is a shadow of mine they're doing something that's either triggering me in a way that I need to be triggered because I do only call in people that are aligned however they present very differently um so it's very interesting when I meet those clients and what they teach me it's just so good for my growing journey too yes (laughs) that's so oh my gosh circulation honey Law mm-hmm. circulation. I love it. We're teachers and students all at once. Like we're just floating uh, in one big circle. 100%. I never want to stop learning ever. Like it's my favorite, oh. especially with yeah. school concepts. It's so much fun. Right. And I think so like, fun. do you, do you like agree heaven? Like that that's maybe why we choose these career paths because I think we would get bored. Like if we didn't have something to continuously work towards, I think like star seeds too, that's a common trait mm-hmm. is this like sense of like, boredom when we're not really in our mission because it's like, well, I feel like this nudge to do something big. And if we feel like every day we're getting a step closer to that, it like is a sigh of relief almost in a sense. Yes. It fills this like hole that we kind of come here with. Absolutely. And then, you know, if you start to feel that boredom or stagnancy, it's time to switch it up. And it's so loud when you're in tune with yourself. Yeah. Girl. You can't ignore it. You just keep moving with it. Even if it makes zero logical sense. Yeah. You know what? This actually reminds me of something. Cause I don't know. I, I think about this often. I'm a deep, deep thinker. Like most of us, I think, but like, I'll see something on Instagram that will just like actually like affect me. And then I like never forget about it. And one thing was, um, I don't know how long ago this was, but probably a while ago, you can tell me, but you had posted that you were, cause I think it was in the, the onset of you really launching like your, your mentorship, you were trying to apply to other jobs mm-hmm. and none of the jobs would hire you. Oh. And you were like, what the F you're like, I, I've never not gotten a job and Riri's mm-hmm. like that, yeah. you know, but what you got out of that, like the silver lining was like, you know, source telling you, uh, uh, uh. Like you got to keep going forward and put all this work into the mission and keep going forward. And and so from now until then, like what has kind of happened? Because I know like there's, there must've been so much reasoning behind why you were trying to, you know, um, get an extra source of income. And now has like something changed, um, to kind of help fill that. Yes. So I, I'm a holistic esthetician and I really just look at the full body and healing that. And I love aesthetics work. I've owned my own spa. So when I moved to the mountains, I closed down my business there and I wanted to get back into aesthetics. So at the time I started applying for jobs where I, my higher self knew it was $16 an hour jobs with like services that I didn't fully love. And I was coming at it from, Oh, I need money. Like, Oh my God. I never actually did because I was always fine. It was just the angle I was looking at it. And I was in a lack mindset at the time. So I was like, Oh, I'm just going to apply to these. because I'm having fear come up about my income. Mm -hmm. So I would, and I would either get completely rejected or told, you know, you need to downplay your resume a little bit because, (gasps) and I, said never a day in my life will I make myself smaller to make someone else comfortable oh yeah baby (laughs) 
Um, so I was rejected often for it, often. And actually, the last couple of weeks, an opportunity landed in my lap for me to have complete fluidity in an aesthetics job where someone else is taking the role of all the business side of things because I did want to have my own business in it. But life is changing in the next six months with baby on the way. And I don't think I have the energy for that. So I'm now a commission-based esthetician for someone who's very aligned that I didn't seek out. They sought me out and they fully respected my boundaries, what I want to make income-wise. And my heart was calling to aesthetics always. It's a passion of mine, but I was looking at it for the wrong reasons. And this right. just landed in my lap. So it's funny because at the time I took all that re- rejection and I was completely yeah. upset about it and thought yeah. I was insulted too. Yeah. <laughs> I feel it. Trust me, I feel you. I'm like, yeah. Yeah. She, she doesn't bend often, but one day I got this like paragraph from her. She's like, I just can't believe that this happened oh to God, me. It's fair. All these jobs and they're not hiring me. Like that never happens. This is the one thing I'm strong at is, you know, interviewing very well. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. God, like, what is it that you want from me? And you know, and it just didn't make sense, but it is true. It always comes down to this. Like you have yeah. to, first of all, what you said don't belittle yourself and don't mm-hmm. dim your light for anybody and just trust. Like if you're taking the action and you're continuously trying and doing the work, it will come, it will come when it's divinely timed. And that's yes. awesome. I'm so happy. Yes. With you. Thank so you. It's so important. And honestly, yeah. looking back, cause we always have the advantage of hindsight later on. Yeah. It's so mm-hmm. funny because I, had to surrender in that moment. That would have been probably around November that I was seeking those jobs. January, I started actually coaching and mentoring, which was my biggest income month ever in my life. And it was just, I needed that period of time to just settle down, to look at abundance and what that actually means to me. And then look at the energy I came in and I'm no longer looking at that aesthetics job as a I need money. It's just because I'm passionate and I want to do it. So it's a very different energy, which I think is why the opportunity is different too. Yeah. And I think we also take a similar approach to the podcast. Like we're not here to like really get anything back. It's really just more of a give and a common card that actually used to pop up when I would do readings for us for the podcast was it's a time to give rather than take. I got that card like religiously. So it really just goes to show that like when you're doing something without this pressure to like receive, whether it be, you know, material, like money, anything back, whether it be energy, like you can be a little bit more authentic. I feel like, and enjoy it more. Like, it sounds like you have so much passion towards your like career life now. And yeah. I think it's just so inspiring too, because it, it, it isn't like the easiest path, you know, but it does, I think bring me, cause I'm, I have a similar, um, you know, career path. I think it does bring me at least more joy knowing that I'm not like forced into some corporate world. And like, it's a common trait in Starseeds. Like we don't do well with people telling us like mm-hmm. how and, you know, when, and like, like, like micromanaging. Mm-hmm. I, I, I have not <laughs> kept many jobs <laughs> for that reason. Yeah, you can't do it. It's just, it's like, no, I can't survive in it. I just mm-hmm. really can't. That's when my soul's like, no. Move, absolutely move not that's, like can we just be nice <laughs> like is that so hard it is hard they have a lot of shadow work to do yeah, yeah. no for sure and that's it you know we know that anybody that's a micromanager lacks trust right 
and just yep. needs needs to be told that they're a micromanager, first of all, because yeah. that will trigger them. I've done that. Yeah. <laughs> And they're like, what? And I was like, yes, you know, when you're on vacation and you're telling me, did you do this? That's due next week. That's a micromanager, honey. And I think that if you show them your, their shadow, either they will resist it more and maybe they'll be like, wow, that triggered me. Maybe I need to look into it deeper. No. Um, but yeah, us starseeds, like it's, it's so true. It's very difficult to be told what to do in a sense of like that corporate work and our souls Mm -hmm. will tell us like you will feel like this urge like you are not in the right place things are not aligned it's time to Mm -hmm. go yeah Yeah. (laughs) and I think we have like less of like a threshold for it I don't know (laughs) yeah time is time is like so precious it's up the essence my dear yeah you have to be doing the things that light you up it's funny because Joshua my partner is always like I'm not going to tell you to do anything because you're going to go against it entirely. So just do what you got to do. I can't even tell you what it is because then you'll go against it. <laughs> like, like, oh, what yeah. a cutie. Oh, I love oh that. And gosh. I love that you call me partner because it's funny when I would call my like person a partner, everybody's like, is that your divine counterpart? Is that Are you a lesbian? Are you like, no, but it's, it's not even that. It's like the the titles like of of all these things in the end it's like whoever you're with is your partner you are doing this together you're growing together you're a team you're doing and um it's not about like you know whatever is out there of whatever the you know standards standards social yes it's so much of it yeah it's just about being a partner and growing together you know showing up Yeah, yeah it is all about teamwork like he often says we're a team. Everything's about being a team. And honestly, for the most part, he didn't have working rights in Canada. So I was the provider and the one who nurtured, like I took on both roles. And to me, that's just what team does when one needs that extra hand, you do it. And then vice versa. Amen. What's your um, Zodiac sign? If I may ask, wait, 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 don't tell her. Wait, I want her to guess. Sorry. Did I put you on the spot? Do you not want to? I have two in my head. (laughs) I'm curious. Now I want to hear what your guess. I always mess this up. I'm going to try not to, because I always second guess myself, even though I'm pretty good. And then it's always the second one. I was like, I knew it. Okay. I'm thinking Capricorn or Aries. Okay. Yep. (laughs) None of those. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I love you. You're good. You're still good at what you do. She usually is on point. So tell us. I'm a Sag. So you're really close with the Capricorn. <laughs> I knew it was a fire sign though, but I was like, let me just. See, I don't even know. Like this is fire. This is one thing I don't even know. Like this is where we're both so different. I'm like, I don't care. About I need to pay more attention though. Because sometimes I'm just like really trying to dissect their sign. And then they ask me a question. I'm like, huh? <laughs> Are you, into, are you are you into that though? Like, are you into like astrology? Like, I definitely am. I ask all of my clients, their big three, because I need to know, honestly, just to nurture them in the way. And I know how their ego confronts things. I know how their more intuitive side will want things. And then just that really aligned higher self, like it really actually sets it up in a way, but I also don't love boxing anyone into any certain concept. So I look at it from both angles because I can see someone using it maybe this is the shadow worker part of me as an excuse for things. Like for instance, I'm a Sag. So that means I do things with spontaneity, but that doesn't always benefit someone else. Like that could be not a great thing too. So it's like, I don't want to make excuses with it. Yeah. Yeah. I've like recently started to do that more because for me, like astrology was like my kryptonite. So I 
latched onto it. And for the first few years, I was like, this is why I'm the way I am. And I'm the way I am. Like, (laughs) and then eventually I was like, uh, this should just be a tool. (laughs) Exactly. 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 And I think like, like, you know, to your point, like you help people kind of uncover those things. And I think like what, eventually it kind of hit me like, what's the point of me learning all these things about myself if, if not to grow. Mm-hmm. Um, so I have gotten better. I think I'm a Scorpio. Like my big three is, um, Scorpio, cancer, Scorpio. So oh my sun and rising. And then my cancer is my moon. So let's drop out here. Um, but I have no idea. <laughs> Honestly, Scorpios mean? used to scare me. <laughs> Okay, what does that mean? Like, you gotta tell tell the people who don't understand this shit because I don't. Sorry, I don't mean to call it shit, but I'm like, what does that no, mean? Scorpios were just always to me very mysterious to a point where I couldn't read them, and now my baby's meant to be a Scorpio, so it's funny how of course I'm like, of course, of that course. was the only zodiac that I couldn't fully understand. Like in a okay, way, because we are like. I'm not just saying this, like by trait, we are the number one misunderstood sign. And I, we actually like, it's so funny because any astrologer that I've ever hired has been like, Scorpios are my biggest clientele. Like they just, and it's because we are like searching for bits of ourselves, um, either in other people or just like some form of understanding of, you know, why am I like this? Cause we do tend to feel more alone. We are very mysterious. I think Initially, the reason why you're not seeing that for me is because I'm in a space where I do feel safe and kind of in my power. And that um, comes through in like, I also have a lot of Sag in my chart. Like I'm pretty much the rest of it is all Sag. I think I have one other um, cancer, but it's literally like bam, 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 Sag and then Scorpio cancer. That's it. So I think (laughs) my Sag comes through when I'm like feeling a little bit more safe and like um, energetic. But for the most part, like I used to work um, at, at, at a gym for many years and I used to get this all the time. People coming up to me and saying, oh my God, when I first met you, I thought you were the biggest bitch, (laughs) but you, but you're actually so sweet and I I would die laughing. And I'm like, I have the resting bitch face, RBF. I thought that too, before I met you. Yeah. She is the sweetest soul in the whole world. I'm a little teddy bear on the inside. It's just a front. I promise you. Water signs. Like you're all water. You're going to be the most sensitive yet nurturing. Oh, I love water signs. Honestly. Yeah. I cry all the time on this podcast. What do you want from me? I love it. She's so sweet when she does. She's like, I want you to cry. I'm like, not yet. <laughs> like, geez. I'm like, She's a Virgo. She's like, hold up. I'm like, Just I'll tell you when I cry and when and what it looks night. like. I cry at night. Okay. <laughs> Everything. I love Virgos for that reason. Oh my goodness. That kills me. Yeah. All different energies, very different. But yeah. she makes such a good friend. I think I get along with Virgo so well. And yeah. even like to your point, when you were saying like you provide a safe space for people, I think like I've never gone to somebody who's like more of a, of, of a spiritual mentor, but I do feel like we mentor each other. And mm-hmm. I've been able to kind of release a lot of my shadows by having a friend like that who does kind of create that same space. And I think yeah. it's important to have someone, whether it be, you know, a mentor or a friend or a soul family member um, yes. to assist each other through that. It just, it really does help. It makes you feel less alone. Everyone feels alone in it. So then you just realize, oh, I'm not crazy for thinking these completely out of this world, literally concepts. You feel safer in it. Best. And we're only like seven minute drive away from each other. Like we are so blessed. Definitely. Would you have your soul tribe where you are? I, uh, it's mainly online. I've done a lot of, um, 
cutting of people that were in my life. So now my actual physical friendship group is very, very small. Welcome to the club. I think we all go through it when you really realize like this isn't serving me anymore. You cut a lot out. Um, I have big scissors too. I listen, I completely like, uh, what's the word? Like can respect people who have like many, many friends, uh, won't Mm -hmm. be me. I can't like, it's one, just a lot to handle so many different energies and like you just, it's it's impossible for everyone to get along. And I think the smaller my circle is like the easier life gets. Cause it's just, little what's the word like more blissful mm-hmm. I think because you're not constantly worrying about catching up with so many people or like trying to feel understood by everybody or like making plans with everybody like there's I think some people through my my, my past I've, we, we've just grown apart like no like nothing kind of went wrong just more so different paths you know what I mean and I think um, people come for different reasons too. Like I've had so many friends in my life where I'm like, man, like you said, like mirrors, like I really, they taught me a lot because they triggered me in ways that I needed to be triggered. But I think ultimately like, it's okay if people stop serving a purpose in your life. Like again, another societal standard is that like, we need to people please and keep everyone in. And I can't be the one who like is so rude and cut someone off. And like, like I've had people come to me, like, like friends and like family members who are like genuinely unhappy with someone in their life, but they lack that like strength to really just like let go. Mm-hmm. I mean, it makes me sad. You never want to see someone go through that. And like, mm-hmm. especially when you've already done it, like you just know that there's so much more on the other side of like, like a more pleasant life. Like I think the most common theme, and I don't know about you have a heavenly, like you work with clients, so you, you can tell me, but like a very big thing is people pleasing. And I don't know if that's because we attract empaths or what, but yes, a hundred percent. And I know a lot too, with that whole healing journey. And I think why you get to a point where, you know, it kind of needs to be that cut with the big scissors is because we're healing And then we're re-traumatizing ourselves by going back in the exact same situation. And yes, we want to receive those triggers, that awareness, but not if the other person is just continuously creating that environment for us. So I think it's, you get to a point where I don't want to re-traumatize myself anymore. There's the scissors. And then you go, wow, what a life after this, you know what you need to call in. What's like your biggest advice to someone who like, is listening to this right now and going, Oh my God, you're describing me to a T. Like, how can I move past that? Yes. Honestly, take all of the strength and ask for a sign because that's what honestly got me through. I was in a really abusive relationship and so sorry. I tried leaving multiple times and I couldn't, I didn't have the strength. And I asked spirit, I asked source for a sign and on my phone, I got a notification from YouTube and I didn't have the app that said we broke up. That's all it said. And I said, holy shit. Yeah. Okay. This is the strength right there. That's my moment. So honestly, I think, you know, we have hundreds of guides spiritually, hundreds of different star races around us at any given time, giving us support ask for it ask for the support it's that's there. what they're there for mm-hmm. they want to help yeah. but but they, they can't intrude right they can't just like so we need to, to that's why asking is so important yes I love that you said that because <clears throat> I mean I think in the end what it comes down to is our worth and mm-hmm. you know we're not trying to be you know just really rude and cold by saying we want to cut people out with big scissors. What that means is that the people that we're cutting are people who are, are 
are toxic for us, who are in very low vibrations. We've probably given so much like time to help them and, and love them, but they're not loving us back because they don't love themselves. So Mm -hmm. we love them from afar, but we need to have boundaries because we need to love ourselves so much so that we don't bring that in. So cutting people out is not trying to hurt anybody or say we're better than anybody else. It just means that we need to protect ourselves in order to find peace and joy. And Mm -hmm. I think like shadow work is probably the best place to start because shadow work will probably help you with your worth, Mm -hmm. with healing the inner child wounds. And, and so for me, I think if anybody's listening and they feel they're stuck and they don't know where to go, definitely say to contact you, Heaven. And where can we find you? Like, I know we know, but where can everybody find you? And, and, like reach out to everybody and tell them what they need to do to, to, to talk to you. Yes. Oh, thank you. I am on Instagram. I am dot heavenly because I am heavenly was taken. <laughs> so, um, that is my Instagram. I also have a website and that's where, if you do want to work one-to-one with me, you'll find all of the information. I'm currently taking clients kind of in rounds and cycles, love to work with my cyclical nature. So the next round's in August and that'll be the last one for this year because then baby is here and you yes. can find all of that on www.imheavenly.com and all the info will be there. I also teach Reiki. So if you're feeling that call, please reach out to me through DMs. I also have it in the link in my bio to make it super easy. It's a passion of mine. That's very much something that just makes me so excited is teaching. So Yes. Reiki classes. If you're ever looking online ones, let me know. I would love to teach you if you feel aligned. Yeah. Beautiful. And to cap that off, what would be like your number one message to the collective? Mm-hmm. Oh, let me think. I know it's it hard to pick one. I kind of use it as like, let's say, you know, source came to you and said like, you can make any law and the law is now reciprocal to every human on earth. What would it be like? What would that message be to kind of just send to everybody? Yes, honestly, the thing that has been the most pivotal for me in my journey is waking up every day. And no matter how hard it is, just asking all the sides of me to come forward. And this is going to be the very shadow side, but to just say, what does everyone need today? How can I nurture you? How can I reparent you? That could be your present self, the version of you that you wake up as right now in this moment. What does the inner child need? What can I do for you? What does my shadow side need? And what does my higher self have to say to me? And that way you're going to receive your own medicine because we are so intuitive. I can give a message and it could be really inspiring, but you have the will to give your own guidance. And that is what I've done for myself every day for the past year. That has been a huge change for my own clients and just wow, I have the power to just say, I kind of feel like crap today. What can I do for myself? Okay. Fine to feel like crap. Yeah, exactly. It all comes back to love. Everything that is like the vibration and law of love, it's not going to beat anything on this planet. So, absolutely. Put that in there. I love it. it. 
Well, thank you so much, love. Um, we're you. so grateful to have you here. Thank you so much for sharing your light and all your wisdom. And yeah. if you ever need any help with your Scorpio baby, you know where to find me. <laughs> yes, I probably will. I will not lie. <laughs> Reach out, baby. Well, you have a tribe in us and we're here for you with anything you need. We are very thank grateful you. for your presence and for your beautiful smile. And we hope that um, you continue to be of service to everyone. Thank you for doing that. We really are grateful for you. So thank you so much. I'll cry off camera. Both of you. 100%. Lots of love. Bye, y'all. We'll see you in the next episode. Peace out.